0: the vibe Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K24. As always, you can get your copy of the game by hitting the link in our description. It's cold now in England, BJ. It's freezing cold.
1: Mm, right? Mo, I don't. I don't even want to tell you, it's Mo. You know, I don't even want to tell you.
0: I don't even want to tell you what the weather's like here. But oh, you no, know what? No, it's all no, good. I see the sun good. coming through your windows, but I'm gonna stay inside the house. Yes, okay. And I'm gonna stay right here, and I'm gonna stay on my PlayStation. The heating's off. The heat bills are too damn high but my electricity okay. bill is getting run up because i can't stop playing 2k24 season two is almost upon us if you know you yes. know um but but you know let's get into it today um, okay let's do it we've got some off the court news i know you don't like specialize off the court but as an agent who signed one of the biggest sneaker deals that we've seen in recent times oh oh, oh, i like this topic uh, a lot of people don't know uh Derek rose's deal with adidas if you want to know more about that you can google it but I got to say this is how you know BJ's the best in the business if you see that deal. But uh we have some reports today that Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP of the NBA, who currently wears Under Armour and is sponsored okay. by them, is reportedly nearing an endorsement deal with a very unexpected brand a brand that you would never really think gets involved with basketball they got involved with football or soccer as you would say bj um mm-hmm. over the summer here by signing harry kane and sketches mm-hmm. are the brand who are after mr Embiid. Uh, bead has been with under armor since 2018 um, okay. i believe he was wearing adidas before that and uh they've reportedly also got julius randall Um, in talks as well. And I think Terrence Mann has already been announced as a Sketches endorsed athlete. So what are your thoughts? Can Joel Embiid bring sketches to relevancy?
1: Well, you know, that, that business is interesting here. And talking about the apparel business footwear in particular, what we're discussing here and Without giving away what I feel is a necessity in the business, you know, congratulations if that's the deal. You know, players are moving and going with companies and so forth and looks like Skechers now. I think their first athlete was Julius Randle, which is a New York market. Makes sense. Uh, Terrence Mann, is he in Clippers. L- Clippers? And then now they have Philadelphia. So those are major markets. So you have LA, New York, now Philadelphia or reported that could be Joel well, Embiid, and Joel Embiid
0: was seen wearing a Skechers performance sneaker at Wednesday's practice with the 76ers and he was testing it out. Yes. So the, the
1: thing with these companies is it's kind of like, you know, any business that you get into, you know, you want to have a game plan and it's not just about, strategically figuring out a market okay and i'm not saying that julius Randle is not the player for the particular shoe however clearly they've identified markets (laughs) yeah yeah okay is it the market you want or is it the performance of the player that's wearing the shoe that you want so I, i i i i like Every player that I have worked with, especially when it comes to marketing and doing those things, there's one word, Mo, that to me stands out above anything else, integrity. Mm -hmm. The integrity of whatever product you're endorsing, you have to, it comes across. And for instance, the greatest pitchman in the modern era has been Jordan, Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. It was the integrity in which he wore the shoe, right? Clearly he performed but clearly he believed in the product in which he was endorsing Mm -hmm. and that comes across. So when you do these deals, I always like to look to see what the match is because it's one thing to announce that a player signs. It's another thing when you put a budget and a marketing plan behind them to allow the personality, allow the integrity that it takes to, to be a great pitchman. You know, the, the the one thing that I tried to do, you mentioned Derrick Rose was, yes, he had signed with Adidas. However, you had never seen commercials and the endorsement of a player at Adidas, unlike Derrick Rose. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that I would say is I hope that these young people who are signing that, Okay, they signed and I'm sure they got seven figures on the deal. However, I would be interested to see what's the marketing plan behind that to tell the story. When you are in a business mode, and that's why these companies should hire people like yourself and myself, it's storytelling. Mm -hmm. Okay, you get terrorist man. What's the story? Mm -hmm. But then here's another example. Everybody knows the Derrick Rose story. Everyone knows the Jordan story. So if I told you Jordan got cut from his high school team, you've heard that story before. Mm -hmm. So I would hope that these young people that are beginning to do deals and go with companies who traditionally haven't been in the business, that you understand how this business really works, which is it's storytelling. And you begin to tell not just that we have a great shoe, but the story behind the shoe, the story behind the person that's endorsing and wearing the shoe. So that to me is the most important thing. And it's great that we have another company in the business. However, the secret sauce, if you will, is performance. That's Mm -hmm. the secret sauce. And Mm -hmm. hopefully that these young people and these players that are wearing or endorsing these products will understand the secret sauce, because I think it's time now Mo, for the next wave, right? The next wave of who's going to be next, that's going to carry the mantle in this NBA. And for all of us to start preparing this, these young players to understand the responsibility of endorsing whatever's going to be
0: next. Yeah. Well, I feel like on my side, um, as a Jordan Brand ambassador, Jordan Brand's in the best position right now in the market because we have Luka Doncic, and you talk mm-hmm. about storytelling. We just did the Lake Bled colorway, which represents mm-hmm. the lake in his hometown in Slovenia. Um, we've got Zion Williamson and, you know, the story behind his upcoming sneaker. I'm going to be putting out some content about that because the Zion threes are one of the best shoes that you're going to be able to get on the market. You've got the Tatum one, which every colorway represents a different element of his story and his journey. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a whole bunch of Bam Adebayo's, Palo Banqueiro's, and even Grant Williams is part of Jordan family now. Shout out to Grant Williams. But, uh, I think Jordan Brown's position very well. Um, I think Nike's position very well. I'm going to ask you about them in a sec, and a particular player that you would love talking about. But on Skechers, it's interesting to me that they went to identify the markets, as you said, and they went for Julius Randle instead of trying to throw a bag at Jalen Brunson, who seems to be more of, maybe I'd say, the people's champion over there in New York, turning things around for their team ever since you joined. But what I wanted to ask was with Joel Embiid, he has such an interesting story, you know, obviously coming from Cameroon, playing basketball late in his life. He's got a fantastic story, and I think a lot of people know it now. But Under Armour didn't capitalize on that. And I, I say it with respect. I don't think I saw any person ever wearing Joel Embiid's Under Armour sneakers. I don't think I even saw them in a store. Um, big men can't sell shoes is historically what they say. Um, do you believe this to be true? And if, if not, what do you expect to see from sketchers in terms of this rollout for Joel Embiid? Well, Mo, I find
1: today's market fascinating because I'm I'm in a constant learning phase, right? I, I consider myself a life learner. Traditionally, you are correct. Bigs haven't sold. And the reason bigs hasn't sold because Mo, it's hard for you and I at our size to look at, you know, the late great Will Chamberlain or Kareem Abdul Jabbar or Shaquille O'Neal or Yao Ming and say, Hey, <laughs> that's how I want to play the game. I, okay? I mean and,
0: having said that. When I was a kid, I was, I grew very early and then I stopped growing, unfortunately. But because I was bigger than most other kids my age, the first sneaker that I got that was a player sneaker was a pair of Tim Duncan's sneakers. A friend, um, an older friend had an old pair he let me have. And then the first pair that I bought were the Dwight Howard, uh, mm-hmm. his second sneaker, because I was bigger than the other kids and I wanted to play in the post and play like a big man. So I get what you're saying. Um, but unfortunately I was yeah, I, I, misguided yes. in thinking I could play that like Dwight Howard. So
1: so most of us, unlike Mo, most of us and, and want to this play day
0: on... to this day, I still want to play the five. Yes. I
1: mean, but most of us want to get on the perimeter and uh, play I, and
0: dribble. And you do the dribbling, shoot the play, the you know,
1: most of us would identify with Steph Curry or Allen Iverson or Derrick Rose or John Moran or whatever, those type of players, you know, mm. those athletic wing players. And so, traditionally, you're right, Mo. Like that—that has been a thing. That you know, at the the first one of the first players in recent—or not say recent, but what as a youth was Dr. J. He kind of captured the imagination.
0: Was that with Converse?
1: Yes, that was Converse. That's correct.
0: And then they had Bird and Magic and Michael. They had
1: Bird. They had Magic. Um, Isaiah Thomas, and they then Larry Bird uh, rapping
0: in a commercial.
1: <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden there is another player, this guy Jordan come around with Nike and then he captures the imagination and he's still running strong in his business. And Nike has done probably or arguably as good of a job as anyone uh, in doing it. So I think when you start, what you're seeing now Mo is the next wave of players and I always fall back. And I, I, somehow I always get here is the game is players are getting taller. And as these players are getting taller, we're beginning to see truly a positionless game. And now we're seeing tall, very tall people, seven foot and above, start playing like small players that traditionally played, you know, like John Stockton and, and smaller point guards, you know, that, that will play. So now you're going to see a player like a Zion, for instance. He's not seven foot, but he... He plays above the rim. He plays above the rim and he has a body type that you're going, wow. Like he's such a unique player when you watch him because he's, you know, the only player that comes to mind recently that played similar to him would be like a Charles Barkley, you know, Mm -hmm. like big athletic, you know, kind of power. Even even Charles wasn't
0: like throwing down 360 windmills like Zion.
1: Charles was pretty good. And I saw Charles when he was in college, Charles was pretty athletic. Yeah, they have the internet though. So the world didn't know. Yes. Well, I, I would say this Charles was every bit the athlete. Um, I will say, I think Zion's second jump may be better than Charles, but Charles was as good as I've seen as far as an athlete ability to take the ball full court and do all the things that you're seeing players like Zion or body types do. So we've seen this these type of players before. It's just going to be fascinating now how you're going to, you know, it takes more and more than just performance. You know, that's the secret sauce. However, you need personality. You know, we just mm-hmm. talked about a player, Charles Barkley. When Charles, when Charles had his signature shoe, it was a very popular shoe. Part of it was because of his game, but also part of it was because of his personality. Charles is a very, very charismatic, He's a he's a he is truly one of the unique personalities that's come into this league, and they brought that back as a retro now, and it's pretty popular. Uh, absolutely, he, yes. And so, I think it's a combination of things, you know, George, interesting character, uh, Alan Iverson, for instance, Ed Reebok, very interesting, and you know, the late Kobe
0: Bryant. You know, he's, yeah. you know, and,
1: you, you it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do that.
0: Also, like the marketing strategy, like Shaq sold loads of shoes by selling them at a lower price point with the Shaq brand and yeah, Walmart yeah, and whatnot. And he Shaq, really disrupted the industry with yeah,
1: that. Uh, yeah. So Shaq was another guy who, who understood, he understood where the market was at. You know, there were other athletes at a different price point than him. And I remember correctly, Stefan Marbury. The Starbury came into the business at a lower price point. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a market here, but there's a, there is a responsibility that the athlete has to understand the business and who their market and who they're targeting and what they're trying to do. So I remember when Shaq came in, I thought that was a great strategy. And he, again, understood where the market was at. He targeted that market, give him great... I, I thought it was a great strategy by him. He had a really... You no know, quality shoe and he's another guy he was a big man however he sold a lot of shoes uh, mm-hmm. because he understood the business when he came out yeah. with that Shaq shoe and, and and that was a great strategy by him
0: and congratulations to him he's now the president of Reebok and Anna Iverson's yeah. the vice president and they just signed Angel Reese um the, yes. the female college player so they're making waves in their own right but you know talking about bigs not being able to sell shoes in a traditional sense Nike have got Victor Wembenyama uh, they've got Giannis, and the Giannis shoes do really well And he's seven foot. And now they've got Wemby. Do you think a Wemby sneaker is going to perform well in the market, assuming well, I, it's at I think, the same yes, price point as most elite performance shoes? I, 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 I do. Know, no one and, can relate. And here's to
1: that. why. And here's why. Here's why I think it's going to sell. You know, Mo, we we're we're on this. We're in this age of social media, and you know I'm technologically challenged to say the least, <laughs> but. Uh, but now when you think of Wimbenyama's story, right, if I remember, if I, hopefully, I'm, this is correct, I think his father is Congolese, I believe, mm-hmm. okay, and his mom is French. So when you start looking at the markets that's available, Mo, and you look at the billions of people, billions, I say with a B, right, there's billions of people on the continent of Africa and there's how many how many what billions of people on the continent and in, in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at the the people that Wimbenyama has access to with streaming, Mo, well, it, it now it just becomes you're looking at. An opportunity to touch and get into markets that you traditionally had no connection to, right? So, you know, Victor in particular, not only is the French an important market to any shoe company, but you have all of Europe now. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, no, like all of Europe, right? How 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 many people are how many people would you say are I I how
0: many people would you say are if you said the population in Europe, of Europe, seven hundred and fifty million.
1: Okay, so you're closing in on a billion people there, and you have what, probably a billion and a half people on the continent of Africa.
0: Uh, one point so, two billion in Africa. Yes. Okay.
1: So you're you're basically looking at two, what, two and a half billion people mm-hmm. that will have some level of connection to this young man. Well, Mo, just by the math alone, let's say he let's say five percent. Yeah, let's just say five percent says, "Oh, oh yeah, I've heard of him." Well, mm-hmm. that, that that that's that's a staggering number. So, this young man, true potential, and when you say the globalization of the game, Mo, we are in the beginning phases of the globalization of the game and this is just the start of it so when you say traditionally bigs having sole shoes in the sense of what it was because it was a national game at that particular time now it's a global game and the 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 audience is different the cheering is not so much of his height he is from europe i mean mo you you're gonna cheer for Wimpyama not because he's from the UK. It's because he's, he's, he, Europe. Like you're like hey, I cheer for everyone.
0: Um, you I do just, cheer, but you'll have. On but you players. you don't hate, but you'll have a
1: little <laughs> special recognition. <laughs> oh man, that's
0: man. I've been I've been seeing Vixx since he was like 13, 14. I, 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 so I see it. OG, for instance, Hell you yeah. will have a little. Hell okay. yeah, that's my dog. Jokic, you're going to have a little... You know, oh, this is this is one thing. I said Nike should have released a Jokic player edition when he won a championship just for that month after he won well, a championship because well, everyone it's, loves... It's really hard. It's really hard. To, oh, I mean, oh, yeah. You know, it's production line it takes all eight, of that. It's 18 months to do it. So I, that, I get it. That logo that he has, even if they didn't release the shoe, they should have done some merch or something because that logo they have on his shoes... Where it's right. like the MJ for Nikola Jokic and the 15 or whatever is, and then the Joker kind of logo. I don't know if you've seen it, BJ. It's one of the I most creative, one of the most creative and cool I, logos I that a player has.
1: But he but, but but again again, when you it takes time to do those things. But I think now with Wimbin and these I mean, there's an influx of players coming into this league now from
0: all around the world. So let me ask you. I just you. yes, yes, go ahead. Wembanyama obviously is not a traditional big, he can play on the perimeter, very similar player to a Chet Hungren who could also go on to become an all-star and whatnot. He might re- not reach Wemby's level, or he might even reach that level or even surpass it. We don't know yet. But given that he doesn't have the story and the ability to reach those people on different continents, do you think a Chet Hungren sneaker would be successful in any way?
1: I, I do not in, in watching and watching just watching the play. You know, when you start selling sneakers, right, what, what I have learned in this business is the player that sells sneakers or sells merchandise or is able to move things off the shelf, move product off the shelf. There's this thing called imagination. And when you watch Wim Yama, just in his first two or three games. My family, my wife, my mother in law, my mom, and I remember the game was on. We, as you know, Mo, every Friday night we have, you know, game night here at Mm -hmm. the house on Friday night, and we had the game on in the background. And everyone started looking at television, like, Who is that kid? How tall is he? Yep. Okay. And my mother in law, doesn't watch sports. My mom, you know, she'll tell you. I only watch basketball because I when I play. She hasn't watched a, a game since I played. <laughs> she and said if was, my
0: son ain't there I ain't yeah, watch, I it. watch
1: it. Yeah, so that was 30 years ago. But she asked me that question. And it's it's funny because my dad was there. He was like, "Oh, that's that new kid." And you got to watch him. And my dad is a NBA. My dad followed the game from like Bob Lanier and all of those guys back, back in the day. Right. He saw Wilt Chamberlain. He saw all those guys, Willis Reed and all those guys play. So you could see Wim binyama for instance, he has a different, you know, like I got to watch him. Now I'm not saying that Chet won't develop in that because Chet is, Chet is unique. Like, I watched him play, I think it was last night or the night before. I mean, the, I mean, the seven-footer shooting threes now. But it's not as interesting as what you're seeing Wimbenyama doing. He's yeah. shooting threes. He's shooting fadeaways. He's taking between his legs. He's doing, you know, Ginobili step-throughs on the break. And you're going, wait a minute. This guy's like, how tall is he? He's mm-hmm. seven-four doing this. So Chet is, is interesting because we haven't seen really too many players like Chet. However, Wimbenyama is just taking it to a whole nother level right now. And I'm just fascinated to see what he's doing because that's the whole thing about a player like Giannis. I mean, Giannis, you, you forget, or I forget a lot of times watching him. He's like 7 1. When you mm-hmm. see him in person, he's Pearl. like 7 1. He's big.
0: Yeah. And I think the Giannis storytelling is so good on his sneakers. You know, when you look at the Ernest Freak one, it had all the tributes to his family and whatnot, to his father, to his mother, to his brothers. And the way they've carried it through, through the colorways has been fantastic to see. And also his pure athleticism as well. Um, And also the make of the shoe, like the performance side of it affects it as well. Because you can't just be a great player with great performance. Um, For example, when Vince Carter used to wear Puma way back in the day, this is before Puma Mm -hmm. Mm relaunched. The shoes were terrible. Vince Carter himself stopped wearing them because it hurt his feet so much. But Vince Carter on paper, you know, should have been moving a lot of units. But because of the actual performance build of the sneaker, um, it didn't work too well. So I'm interested to see that. It's, it was interesting for me to see Wembenyama already in the Nike Tech Fleece commercial because Nike Tech Fleece is one of the most popular things. People over here in London and in Paris, they wear a lot of Tech Fleece. So they okay. straight away put him in a commercial with Giannis wearing the Tech Fleece. Um, and then I believe he's wearing the GT cuts or the GT zooms. Um, but I don't think it'll be too long before we see the Wemby ones. And I'm interested to see how those go.
1: Yeah, I I, I think it's just a matter of time for him. I, I think it's just a matter of time. So I, I think that you know, Wemby Yama is interesting, and you don't want to put too much on his plate too soon, mm-hmm. you want to allow him to grow, however. You know, here in the, in the United States, and I would assume in the rest of the basketball community around the world, that people are kind of interested to see him play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the world certainly, is certainly, you know, well, you haven't heard me say this. I'm going to try to make an effort now to go see him play live. I want to see him play live go in to an San Antonio NBA or, or are you waiting for him to pull up in L.A.? I'm waiting for him to come to L.A., you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to get on a plane yet. But it's close. I want to give it two weeks. Yeah, I want to see him play live. And I want to see him play against some of the best players in the world. You know, it was interesting to watch him play in summer league. It's interesting to watch him play, you know, in the preseason. However, you know, I want to see what he's going to do against Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. I want to see what he's going to do against the best players in the world with his talent and just kind of see this young man grow. I mean, I mean, Mo, we could be watching one of the greatest players of all time. And that's how mm-hmm. I feel about him. I mean, he's certainly has the potential and the talent. Now, a lot has to happen. But, Mo, I'm I'm really kind of fascinated to watch this young man's career begin. And
0: mm-hmm. I think he could have an amazing career. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let me ask you this, then, just to talk about Wemby a little bit more, seeing as we end every episode talking about Wemby anyway nowadays. Um, I had a conversation with a friend yesterday, and they said to me that they expect Victor Wembenyama to be in the Defensive Player of the Year race in his rookie season. Even if the offense takes some more time and he needs to get stronger, but his pure ability to take up space on the defensive side of the floor, and even like we've even seen him get crossed over and he recovers to block the shot. Do you expect him to be in the race for that award as a rookie? I expect him the way the game
1: is officiated and the way the rules are are called and 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 the way the referees will enforce the rules. I expect Wimbiyama to alter. The way defense is played. Okay. I expect him to be able to, you know, like you're too young to remember this, but there are certain players where they have to change the rules of the game. Like when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came in, they took away dunking. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Crazy. They said he was so good that he couldn't dunk. Okay. When Wilt Chamberlain played, they made. They said, "Well, he's so good. We got to extend the lane out because they had to change the the rules." Okay. I expect Wim binyama to have some effect on the game, defensively, because boy, he's just that big. Uh, uh, I mean, Mo. Like, I mean, just, just imagine this Mo. He's, you know, I I I was I watched him block a jump shot the other day. Okay, think about what I just said. He's blocking jump shots now. When you see it now, you're like. That was unbelievable. Like, if you see a guy block a a jump shot, you'll go, wow. Wimpen Yama now, how are you going to call goaltending? You're like a 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", referee. How are you going to call goaltending on a 7'4 guy? Because he's playing at angles you haven't seen before.
0: Yeah, because you think about it, he's 7'4", and his wingspan is... Over seven foot four. Yeah, so he puts his hand in the air yeah, without yeah, jumping. Yeah. And that's already 13 yeah. foot in the air. And then he jumps no, and now he's 15 yeah. feet above yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of replay center calls. Um, but so do you expect them to change a rule because of Victor Wembanyama?
1: I expect him I expect him to alter how defense will be played with him because I expect him to be an all defensive player. I expect him to be a first team all defensive player in his rookie season no not in his rookie season okay and the reason then is because he he hasn't been around the league he doesn't know the rules yet like he's just doing this he's just doing on this instinct. having fun yeah he's yeah. like okay i'm big i'm tall this guy's trying to dunk on me poof, i block it this mm-hmm. guy's taking a a, a a mid-range shot and i just raise my hand and i block it he's just doing things now you go like i saw him block a shot the other day a guy beat another player and he just blocked it with two hands i was mm-hmm. like I've never seen that before. Like he just literally put both of his hands in the air and blocked it. So I was like, okay, I expect the NBA coaches, once he makes a round or two in the NBA to say, he'll have an unfair advantage because he's so unique that they're going to have to change the rule to give them the spacing. Because if you allow him to imagine this, and I have to put my guy in here because I love him as a defensive player. Rudy Gobert has been Defensive Player of the Year here. How many years? What A two lot. or three? A okay, lot. okay. When they play in FIBA, I was just talking. I was just talking to USA Basketball two days ago, and I was asking them about the rules because I I kept thinking to myself, what are you guys going to do to get Rudy Gobert and Winvin Yama away from the basket because they don't have to like in the NBA yeah, game. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They can just stay at the hoop. They can just stay right everything.
1: there. Everything. So everyone is like, think about this. You have to beat Rudy Gobert and Wimbenyama. Like, it's it's a different game. So I think the game will have to change to allow these players, because they're getting bigger, to open up the game. Now, the three-point shooting is what has created the space in the game. However, Wimbenyama can move his feet. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if he gets switched on to Steph Curry. It doesn't matter now with him. Now, Rudy Gobert, it still matters. Wim mm-hmm. Vinyama, it doesn't matter. So mm-hmm. I think th- I think he will do something. I don't know because I've never seen this before, but I'm interested to see if he could really change the game to where they say, hey, man, we got to do something with this guy because you can't put it like this. If I'm a coach, and I've asked a few coaches already, are you going to be running screen roll to try to get to Wembenyama? And I haven't heard a coach say, no, that's not the game plan. (laughs) 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 Okay. You know how you, you try to get the switch with the big so you can take advantage. This guy hasn't played a game yet. And I haven't heard a coach say, yeah, that's what we're going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
0: Well, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. If you want to get an early look at Wembenyama, you can play as Wembenyama on NBA 2K24. So hit the link in the description What's get his involved. nickname
1: Mo? does he have a nickname Wendy no? oh no, that's it oh, No, he's uh, he got to He career.
0: he wants to be the alien he doesn't like being called a unicorn or a freak he called himself an alien So oh, okay out of this world um okay you want to let us know your thoughts on Victor Wembanyama let us know Yeah let's go, I I want him
1: to have a good I think that's key to being a great player too you got to have oh, a Oh you have nickname. to every great yeah. player has a great nickname
0: Who's or your multiple. favorite nickname
1: who's your who's your favorite nickname
0: The truth <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what I don't like, BJ? Which one you don't I don't like, you don't like when like? players nickname themselves. Playoff like P, who? I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> but I like okay. when a nickname is given by one great player to another as a sign of respect, such it's as like when me. Shaquille O'Neal gave Paul Pierce the nickname, The Truth. I don't mind giving yourself a nickname when you can back it up. I don't know who originated the Black Mamba nickname for Kobe, but... That was a legendary name, And Michael Jordan has so many nicknames. Alan Iverson is the answer. Shaq, who obviously has hundreds of nicknames that he gives himself, but he backs it up, so he's allowed to. But the best nickname, that's a tough question, B. The best nickname, that's real tough. My, my my
1: favorite, right? My, like just the my kid, favorite.
0: the kid, B.J. Uh, yeah,
1: that's funny. Yeah, I I, whenever I hear that, it just it makes me laugh. It make, it make, <laughs> it make you know it my, my it makes my kids laugh because my kids are like, why do they call you the kid? You know, because you know, <laughs> it, it it'll, 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 my kids because really you calm. look
0: like a kid when you were playing an NBA. Oh uh, my and wife my wife can't hell. stand it.
1: My wife can't stand <laughs> it. She can't stand it. She was like, um. Uh, my favorite nickname. Even when I see him to this day, I never call him by his nickname because it's my favorite nickname. But I, I'm going to say this here, and and I know he'll probably hear this. When I, whenever I see Magic Johnson, the name Magic.
0: Oh yeah, it's ever that's, been, that's beyond it's ever the a name now. Though. Yeah, it's that's a, beyond the like,
1: nickname. It, it's like because when I met Irvin, his name in Detroit, in Michigan, was Young Buck. Everybody called him Young Buck. Okay. And it just, you know, you just didn't even, he was like, hey, Buck, you know, that was just kind of like the people that knew him would call him Buck. I think today probably his close friends probably still call him Buck. Yeah. But to the world, he's not even Irvin. He's just. Yeah, because when just, you
0: said the best nicknames, I thought of like Kobe Bryant, a.k.a. the Black Mamba. Paul Pierce get the truth, but the one that I think is also really good is the logo, Jerry West. That's like an immortalization. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, I
1: form. don't. Yeah, I. But it, yeah, I know Jerry, and I'm like, does it? Doesn't, I don't. When I see him, I don't think that's the logo. You know what I mean? That's just, you know, that's Jer. For us, to no one we call I, him Jerry. Hey, Jer.
0: You the know? human highlight film is kind of cool for Dominique. I'm going to tell you who has
1: got a to cool one too. Is Dream. I, I Yo, like that name. Hakeem the Dream. That's amazing.
0: Should I tell uh, you one that I think is cool? What's that? Big Shot Bob. Robert Ori. Yeah. Because to get that nickname, you've got to be clutch. You can't just get that nickname.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's a, so a relatable weird. one for me is Charles Barkley, the round mound of rebound. Yeah, you, you
1: know, we like, for us we call him Chuck Wagon. That's the Chuck
0: Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Do you know what's cool? The, the glove, Gary Payne.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Now, Gary, Wait. I you know what? When you're around Gary, people call him glove too. Mm-hmm. Like when you see Gary, what I would see him at, as recently as at Golden State. I saw him at some events earlier. I think you just saw him recently.
0: I yeah, just two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, you you you, you know, glove. People people I, call him glove. I,
0: Sean Kemp had a good name, too. Rain, Rain Man. Man. Do you, do you yeah. know what else? There are some cool nicknames that were rejected by the players. People wanted to call Kevin Durant the Slim Reaper, and he rejected it, which I think is a super cool nickname because he's a killer on the court, and he's super slim. Uh, my personal favorite is Vucci Main for Nikola Vucevic. No real I reason did. other I, than Vucci Main is kind of cool. I but did. he does not I like that name.
1: I didn't know that. Uh, I think I think our friend Larry Bird has a good name too.
0: Larry Legend, the,
1: the Legend.
0: <laughs> how about how about how about the chairman of the boards, Moses Malone? Oh yeah. <laughs> you got Chocolate Thunder, Daryl Dawkins. You oh, got yeah. White Chocolate, Jason Williams. Yeah, yeah, those are good. How how did we get on this subject? But those are no, good no. Do, do you know how good do this whole thing without even saying Doctor J?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor, doctor,
0: like, come on, man. That's that's doctor has a good name.
1: One of my dad's favorite player is Earl the Pearl. Earl the Pearl Monroe, Monroe. the Pearl. Um, Like Pearl was, it was a great name. Um, Great Admiral. Yeah, that's my draft. The Admiral.
0: (laughs) Yep. I mean, we got onto this topic because this is the best podcast in the world where we talk all things NBA. So if you're listening, make sure you subscribe.
1: <laughs> mo, what's your nickname what's your nickname mo? what is your nickname
0: i don't have one like mo oh, is my nickname because you know okay.
1: I, I am i am giving <laughs> our listeners a task we have to give mo a nickname okay. the great ones all <laughs> have me, a
0: nickname the great ones you tell me bj what would you give me as a nickname then huh well it's got a fit you know what i mean
1: like a great nickname It just got to fit. You know what I mean? It was like...
0: Isaiah Thomas called me Mo Money, but I don't think I'm rich enough yet to have that nickname.
1: Yeah. It's not original enough. You know, you Mm. need something that's, you know... uh,
0: When I was young, it was just Big Mo. (laughs) Big Mo. But now I'm not taller than everyone else i don't think it works the same yeah
1: yeah I, it, 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 it's, it's just got to come to us you know it's just you know you know like like you know it it, it just comes to you you know what i mean it just comes you know it, it just comes to you, you know you, you'll have nicknames that just fits you <laughs> like you know dream like glot, like the glide you know Lied what I mean like everybody can get Glyde, but that all yeah. like
0: rhymes with that name well, it comes Glyde. to
1: you you know what, the... what I mean like, yeah, you know like you know what I mean Yeah, you know like what if I uh, you know it was uh, <laughs> it was one of one a guy and they called him Big Mo right his name was Paul mokeski right okay Paul mokeski played in the NBA big guy played it for many years and then I remember when we were playing and uh, I think the guard name I was guarding, his name was Jay Humphrey. And everybody knew Mo- Paul McKeskey was like a seven footer. You know? Seven foot center. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Seven foot center. His name Paul McKeskey. And I remember he was dribbling and he was like, mosty <laughs> 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 And I was like, oh man i didn't read the Scotty report i remember i was so confused i was like (laughs) (laughs) you know like there's certain things that i remember i don't know why i remember stupid stuff like this but he was like moski and i was like like like, who and like like i couldn't turn around i couldn't because i was guarding the ball and i couldn't turn around but i was like he was like moski and so like a foul or something happened i was like like who's Bosky? He was like, Oh, that's what we call, that's what we call Big Mo. <laughs> and that and was that's like his real name. <laughs> <laughs> I call wait a
0: I call we we did the whole segment on nicknames without talking about a nickname that you gave out on this show. When you nicknamed Al Horford as the Masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why uh, you gave him that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But that yeah. Was but why, why, why did you, why I why did give, you yeah, give him that? Did. I can't even remember.
1: Can't, why did I give him that nickname?
0: Because he applies the pressure. Oh, yeah, he applies. Yeah, there, there, there. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I forgot about
1: that. I mean, yeah.
0: that, was funny. The gal, yeah. that was funny. You got to
1: have a great nickname. So, you know, you, you got to have a great nickname. Well, the, you, you li- listeners nickname.
0: can throw us their suggestions. I'm humbled that you want to give me one. But the listeners, you can uh, tweet it, us got your got suggestions. Tweet us your suggestions. Yeah. Or and it can't be, you know, the vibe. You know, it can't, it can't be.
1: You know the vibe. You, you know that's what he says.
0: Yeah, yeah. But we know you gotta have your. See, name, your I, want, name. I want more buckets, but Maurice Spates already took that. Yeah,
1: yeah, you, uh, Yeah, it's got to be original. It's got to be original. It's it's got to be. It's got to be original, and it's got to fit you. It's got to be like, you know, it's like that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's like you know that's. Yeah, well, let us yeah, know. Yeah. Discord
0: is linked in the description. There's a channel in there called "Let Us Hear From You." So let us hear from you. Any suggestions? Or hit us on the Twitter timeline. I'm interested to see what the people think. Very oh, I'm very
1: interested. I'm interested because you know what? You you're ready for a nickname. You're oh, ready man, for a I'm, nickname. I'm
0: honored. I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm humbled. I know. I I'm would honored.
1: say Mosky, but it would it wouldn't have been right because I Molesky, I would always think of, yeah, of things, yeah, 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 yeah Moski love See that's See that's You know what You know what <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing Moski love <laughs> and, and that fits you, Mo <laughs> I mean be, be, We'll see We'll leave it
0: to the people We'll see We'll see <laughs> That's been a uh, That's been another episode Of the Who <laughs> Podcast The only podcast in know. the world Where you're getting jokes like this Live on the show Yeah,
1: I might I might, you know you know, aka ML Moski, love. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love, kid. All right, man, oh, all there you go. It's all
0: love, kid. I hear it? it. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it, bro. <laughs> appreciate you as always, BJ. Appreciate right, as always. Appreciate, appreciate each you. and every one of you who tuned in today. That's been another episode. Hope you enjoyed the little deep dive into the sneaker business and uh, talk about Wemby and then some nicknames. Where else do you get content like this? Nowhere else. That's why you need to subscribe. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Stay locked in and most importantly, get buckets.